Hey guys, Rod here at A Better Way to Farm, and we are excited that you chose to tune in with us. We're super stoked about the fact that we have turned the 12 nutrients of Christmas into a podcast. We hope that you find great value in being able to listen to this multiple times, and we hope that you find great value in being able to share it with other friends. So here we go. Welcome to the A Better Way to Farm podcast, where we share serious secrets about profitable farming. We appreciate you taking the time to join us, and we hope that you'll love the knowledge we share not only with you today, but also in future episodes. So, let's get right into it. Good evening. Rod here at A Better Way to Farm, where we spend every day making your 2019 better for you. So tonight, we're talking about zinc. And the first thing we look at here is what does it do? It aids in plant growth hormones. It is very essential to enzyme systems. It's necessary for chlorophyll. Has a lot to do with carbohydrate formation. It aids in seed formation. So obviously that helps improve grain. And so once again, we're looking at something that is a very critical, <laughs> a very critical micronutrient that we need to take a look at. Looking out of the handbook from Midwest Labs, they talk about the fact that at a pH of 5.0, the availability of zinc is high, and zinc availability actually decreases as pH goes up. If we were to be in an area where the pH was as high as 9, the zinc would become unavailable, completely unavailable to plants. One of the things that really makes a zinc deficiency more pronounced is if we get into cool, wet weather. And so obviously sometimes um, planting as early as we do, and then if it turns off cool and stays wet, we can induce a zinc deficiency where we didn't have one. The symptoms of a zinc deficiency, as well noted in the fertility or the fertilizer handbook here, they talk about the fact that in corn, it would look like um, that, that the zinc deficiency would be a yellow stripe on either side of the midrib, developing first on the older and lower leaves with a bronze appearance on those. Here's a little thing to think about. These guys also hammer on the fact that cold, wet soils are not our friend for zinc and that um, increasing pH also makes zinc less available. They, same thing as the Midwest Labs handbook. But one of the things that's really important to know here is if you are a grower of grain sorghum. For all you guys entering the sorghum contest, Jake and Charles and all of you guys that are doing that, it's really critical to apply zinc as per the soil test and even probably a touch more, or if it doesn't call for any, put some on anyway, because a, a, a grain sorghum plant will not show any visual signs of deficiency, but is exceedingly intolerant of being zinc deficient. So it's a little tip for you there as you work on that. The zinc nutrient is one that we really need to think about how we're gonna use it, how we're gonna get it, where we're gonna get it from. And uh, the desired soil levels for zinc would be somewhere between six parts per million and eight parts per million. And if we're not there, we need to be addressing that very quickly. And here's a side note, and I highlighted this and I put a star by it and I, marked it with a red pen because here's a note from Schrieffer. Please note, never add a sulfated product such as zinc sulfate to a liquid phosphate. You will end up with a gravel-like precipitate. 
guys, oftentimes in the fertility, it's, it's kind of interesting to me. We go out and we buy the best seed corn we can find, buy the best corn planter we can find, we get the best chemicals we can find, and then we want to buy the cheapest nutrients that we can lay our hands on, the lowest quality nutrients that we can lay our hands on. And so obviously, sometimes that would be a zinc sulfate. And a zinc sulfate that gets dumped into a phosphorus mixed fertilizer is a recipe for a disaster. Um, the easiest and safest and best way that we have found is to take our chelated zinc and apply it with our starter. So knowing that cold, wet soils are not our friend, a good insurance policy against those would be applying our chelated zinc in with our, say, 318.18 or 918.9 or 215.19.3. And by doing that, we hedge our bets on that soil turning cold, on that early induced phosphorus deficiency, that purpling of the corn because the soil temperature is too low, and against a zinc deficiency that is induced basically by moisture and soil temperature. And it's very easy to fix. It's very easy to not have to worry about. Today's podcast is brought to you by our new partnership. And I'm super excited about it because as I've looked on here and watched comments, some of the burning topics that you guys are bothered by is how to transition the farm to the next generation, how to better manage our cash flow, how to resolve conflict within a multi-generational family. And our new partnership is going to help you with just that. So check it out at abetterwaytofarmlink.com. One of the things that's interesting out of Dr. Arden Anderson's book that I found that was really important to me was the fact that he was talking about, he says, but zinc applications per se do not always improve the quality of the crop. The supposed zinc deficiencies may actually be a nitrogen deficiency, which is caused by a phosphate deficiency. And I'm not going to get into all of this and how it works, but I'm going to really encourage you to get the anatomy of life and energy and read this. Because what he's saying is here, and sometimes we fix the problem by applying zinc when the real problem was a phosphorus deficiency, which then actually created a nitrogen deficiency, which manifested itself, showed up as a zinc deficiency. Interesting how all of those tie together. We're going to try and tie all those together for you here probably the first part of next week uh, as we do a, we're going to do a conclusion this year to all of this and really try and wrap it up. Working with Neil Kinsey, he talks about the fact that, again, another problem that we create is that having too much nitrogen will create a flat zinc deficiency in the plant. Zinc is instrumental in moisture absorption, and therefore it takes more water to do the same job in corn production if we need zinc. Again, we've got nutrients impacting how quickly our soil dry out. We have nutrients that uh, determine how we utilize our nitrogen. We have nutrients that, that impact how we utilize our moisture. The bottom line of life is this. We have to get it all correct. We've got to get everything the right way. That's why Lieberg has his, if you will, principles of the limiting factor. It's actually a law of limiting factor. And the fact is we can have all the N, P, and K in the world. We can actually overapply those and hurt ourselves. And if we're zinc deficient, we're not going to utilize other nutrients as well. And we're not going to utilize moisture like we should. Zinc is probably the most universally helpful of all the micronutrients when audited via the soil test. When it is short, it will definitely adversely affect moisture absorption. Guys, zinc is a micronutrient that 
we here at the at a better way to farm have done a lot of work we know we have been studying and we're well aware of the fact that for instance if your p1 test is above 25 parts per million or if your p2 test is above 50 parts per million we know there's a 95 percent response rate to adding zinc to your starter fertilizer we also know that oftentimes that when we can use zinc and starter, we are purchasing an insurance policy against adverse spring conditions. We realize that zinc will do an awful lot of things for us, make us better utilize that phosphorus. And there are many, many reasons to take a look at it. Guys, I just wanna encourage you, take some notes. And if you're more interested at any point in time in any of these, and I've been hearing from a bunch of you, the fact is we want to help you. I hope you guys are having a better evening. Thank you for joining us this week on the A Better Way to Farm podcast. If you found value in this episode, we would appreciate you rating us on iTunes or simply sharing with a friend. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe and tune in next time for serious secrets about profitable farming.